0: Steve Gretsch here with uh, a different drummer, and um, I wanted to do a special episode here. And um, I've 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 tried very hard to make this not about me. It isn't about me. It's about the Lord and His promises. But there was um, I kind of wanted it to be a bit of a story. Tell a story about um, three questions that I had along the way, and that's the title of the podcast here is called three questions laying the foundation um when i was going to school uh my wife and i we were going to this uh bible survey class and when we were sitting in class over and over again in the old testament reading the old testament and being taught the old testament the 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 words his name the the name that god's name kept coming up and the name, and the name, the name, and I'm just like, what is his name? And um, then when we were in the New Testament, same class, the um, we had a we had a um, substitute teacher, and um, well, anyways, um, we had uh, constantly in the reading and in the teaching, we were hearing the word, the gospel, 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 gospel and then I'll, and then since then um my teachers at my church um they talk a lot about the promises the promises and the promises the promises and i i remember um i remember asking the question when i was in class during the new testament and we had a substitute teacher and i i remember asking what is the gospel and he kind of he kind of looked at me sort of strange like Everybody knows what the gospel is, but it's um, uh, it is a term that encompasses a lot of the plan of God and um, various things. And so I I ask these three questions: Here's the what is his name? What is the gospel? And what are the what are the promises? And of course, in the Old Testament, it does say his name in Exodus three fifteen. Says God. Furthermore, said to Moses, thus you say. To the sons of Israel, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, has sent me to you. This is my name, my name forever. This is my memorial name to all generations. So uh, there it says his name in and, and Exodus three thirteen 13 through 14. says, Then Moses said to God, Behold, I am going to the sons of Israel, and I will say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you now they now they may say to me what is his name what shall i say to them and god said to moses i am who i am and he said thus you shall say to the sons of israel i am has sent me to you and those are pretty obvious and you know i am and and that but i i just felt that there was so much more to his name and our teacher, Monty, he just laid out this beautiful um, description of God because there are so many um, different names of Jehovah. And he has many names. And it encompasses his honor and his authority and his character. It's just, it's beautiful and is portrayed in the book of Psalms. It's it's all about his name. And so, anyways, um, the laying on, I'm, I'm calling this... Three questions and laying the foundation. This is kind of what my the driving force for um, and and for this podcast, the different drummer. It's the driving force behind it to discover. I mean, it's it's about the promises of God, but it's incorporated in there. I love looking at the character of God, and it's found in His name, and the gospel is so important that we look at that as well and then the promises. So, anyways, I'm going to move on to Psalm 23.1. It says, The Lord is my shepherd. This is Jehovah-Ra, the Lord. It says, I shall not want. This is Jehovah-Jireh, the God who provides. God who provides. And um, Psalm 23.2, it says, He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. This is Jehovah Shalom, my peace, the Lord my peace. In Psalm 23, 3, it says, He restores my soul, Jehovah Rapha, he is the Lord who heals. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. This is Jehovah Sitkinu, the Lord my righteousness. Um, in Psalm 23, 4, it says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. This is Jehovah's Shema, and it's the Lord is there. He is there. And it says, Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And we we know that the rod and the staff of a shepherd are used for um, for keeping the flock in order and keeping them safe and so that's it's it's, it's uh, they're very helpful instruments and the Lord includes that. In Psalm twenty three five it says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. This is Jehovah Jireh, is the he that provides. You have anointed my head with oil, Jehovah Nisi. The Lord is my banner, my cup overflows. Psalm 23, 6 says, Surely goodness and loving kindness will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So here we have, and this is just tapping the surface of his names. There are many other, there are other names. For God and uh, I love the way my teacher incorporated that the character of God into Psalm 23 Jesus and then Jesus said I and the Father are one so therefore Jesus is God <laughs> he and the Father are one he is the one that is, that this Psalm 23 is talking about he is he is and it's his character that we're talking about and then the question was what is the gospel in Ephesians 2, 4-5, says, But God, being rich in mercy because of his great love, with which he loved us even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. So there it is. We were dead in our sins. We were very dead in your sins. We were very needy. We, we could do nothing about our sin. We were dead in them. 2 Corinthians 5:21 This is this is the the I think this is just a hinge the hinge um verse in scripture he made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf so that we might become the righteousness of God in him so there's Jesus becoming unrighteous on our behalf so he could so that we could become righteous it's a it was the greatest swap in history ever And so the Lord Jesus is the Gospel. We were dead in our sin and the Gospel, Jesus came down and saved us from our sin, died on a cross and was raised again. We are forgiven and our destination is with Christ. Isn't that wonderful? That's the Gospel. Those who believe, those who believe, who repent of their sin, believe in the Gospel of Jesus Christ, put their trust in the Gospel, trust in Christ, a wonderful promise, and the and my next my last question uh, more recently these questions actually were over over quite a few years, so I, I couldn't tell you how long uh, it was but I just uh, I just I was reminded this week that um, of these three questions that uh, that I had and I thought I should do a podcast on that, but the promises I looked up the word promises and it's talking about God's self. Committal. Isn't that amazing? The promise. God promises. He's committed to this. But of course, you know, he he's committed to it, but it there's no one he's yeah, <laughs> there's no one greater than himself to commit to. He he would he's committed, it's self-committal. It's not like um, well, I won't go there. But anyways, it's he's committed to these promises. It's a beautiful thing and the the i think the hinge verse the key verses when it comes to just just a wonderful description of god's promises is found in 2 peter 1 2 through 4 it says grace and peace be multiplied to you in, in the knowledge of god and of jesus our lord seeing that he's his divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. For by these he has granted to us his precious, magnificent promises so that by them you may become partakers in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. There it is. They're magnificent. They um, He's granted them to us. He's committed them to us. And um, I was looking up some of the uh, that the kind of a synopsis and a of being granted, he granted us these promises, and it's it's talking about bestowing to us to present them as a gift. He is what it really means. It's kind of the kind of the lingo if you look at the he, Greek and Hebrew, and there's a gratuitousness to it, which is given without cost or obligation. Isn't that cool? God is bestowing to us this wonderful gift it's magnificent the promises that he has he is self-committal he committed them and he has granted these precious magnificent promises these are things the promises that we can cling to they're so important and they're worth they are worth looking into they're worth finding out what they are and we partake in in this divine nature <laughs> it doesn't seem possible, but God allows it it's a it's talking about a fellowshipping and partnering and so in first john one three said that what we have seen and heard, we proclaim to you also so that you too may have fellowship with us, and indeed our fellowship is with the Father and with his son Jesus Christ, so we partner we partner and we fellowship and it's with um it's with the Lord Jesus, and according to that verse in First John, it's kind of triangular. It's we part we fellowship with each other, and we part. Uh, we also fellowship with the Lord Jesus, the Father. It's vertical, vertical, and horizontal. It's kind of triangular, and so we there is this there's this triangular thing going on, a fellowship. Isn't it cool? That um. We have fellowship with us and our fellowship is with the Father and His Son Jesus Christ. I just think that's so cool in this partnership and a fellowship. And then and then you know here's the thing. And again, the Lord provides a way out. He knows that we're we are on this journey on this planet. And talking about escaping the corruption that is in the world is what will um what the that's actually the promise is that we will escape. The corruption that is in the world by lust through these promises, and um, it's a it's granted to us. So once again, the Lord provides a way out, and I love this because I looked up the word escaping, and it's it's um to flee from the rottenness and decay of this world. Wow, um, we all know that the world is cursed. It's been cursed since the sin of Adam, and so it's um, we're here. And the Lord has put us here, and we have um, been given these precious and magnificent promises to help us on our journey uh, during this time we're here. Second Corinthians six seventeen says, "Therefore come out from their midst and be separate," says the Lord, "and do not touch what is unclean, and I will welcome you." So we're to be separate. We're to be separate, and um, I, it only makes sense to me, honestly. That we are the bride of Christ and he wants us to be separate from this world and the rottenness and decay of the world. We are his bride and he's given us a way out just for the journey. The promises are magnificent. So here we go with the three questions and they're the foundation of this podcast. I know this one's a little long, but foundation and the driving force that came, came to me in just simple questions over the years what is his name it encompasses his character all about god what he's like what is the gospel it's the salvation of the saints through jesus christ and what he has done on our behalf and what are the promises it's escaping the and fleeing the world and the uh, the 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 goings-on that's here so friends i just pray that these promises have been Delightful to you and the word of God is a delight to you and we know that God is faithful in Philippians 1 6 I am sure of this that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ Wonderful promises God is committed to them. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? So I just hope that you guys have a great day and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.